0: Hi, can you train multiple, do- multiple ways a command with e-collar? Example, recall stim on verse one big correction with high distractions. I want to proof my commands are on high distractions and build speed. Take care.
1: So what you're going to do is this. The way we train, the way we train, so teach. The way we teach obedience is with a lower level on the remote collar pressure on, pressure off theory. It's called CS, continuous stim, every single time. Then we do something called NCS, which is, you can call it non compliance stim, okay? Which means if the dog doesn't listen, they get the lower level stim applied back on. It's sort of like, hey, buddy, you remember? Like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. After a couple hundred more times of that, now you go to punishment. Call it correction, call it punishment, whatever word word you're comfortable with. That is a momentary high historically. Historically, that's higher level momentary. And then now, what they're trying to do is avoid the correction. So then your your dog is starting to become more compliant to avoid the correction, and that's a very good way to train. It's not big; it's a good incentive because they know because it's fair because they know it. And you do proof your dog. So today, I started doing one on ones again. Today, I think you might have posted up some photos. Zoe. So so Zoe posted up some photos of me today working with a client. It's a client that's already been through a boarding train. So I'm doing more human training than anything. But there's at one point where the dog is in place. And if you're not familiar with place, it's a dog sitting on a dog bed. It knows the word place means go to that bed and lie down. It knows the word break means now you can come off. Or if I recalled it, it can come off. So anything else I do, it shouldn't leave. So what did I do? I got three feet in front of it. Got down on my hands and knees and went, hi, sweetheart, how are you? (coughs) Hi, honey. I did that. And guess what the dog did? It came towards me. I said, no, high-level remotes. Now, it's fair to do that. Why is it fair? It's a trained dog. It already knows place and it knows break. But we call it dummy proofing or real world training, or how to make sure your dog behaves when assholes approach your dog. So now, I did it again. The dog goes, I ain't moving. You're looking pretty stupid there, Jeff, on your hands and knees making kissing noises at me. I'm looking pretty fucking cool right now. That's what the dog was saying to me. And I was saying, you know, I'm really glad this isn't on video, because you're fucking right. Next.
0: I actually got it on video.
1: Cool. (laughs) We're We're here, we're live. How's everyone doing? Good.
0: I can stop making that face when the show starts. (laughs) Every week. What day of the week
1: is tonight? I don't know.
0: Wednesday?
1: Good Wednesday, everybody. Hey, everybody. How are you? It's Jeff Kelman, of Solid K9 Training, and this is Joelle. This is the What Would Jeff Do show. I think we're at episode number 606. And uh, this is the way it works. It's a 90-minute show. It's a Q&A show. You ask questions. Joel reads the questions. A lot of people are like, well, how do I ask the questions? Type the questions into your little um, comment box at the bottom of yours. It says add a comment. That's where you type it in. There's, there's a dollar sign there. If you want to, you can hit the dollar sign, and you can do something called the top chat what happens is your question goes to the top of the queue. We answer it right away. Also, it's a great way for YouTube to help out young creators putting out free content, which is what we do. Um, I also do um, something called Jeff Gelman Seminars. Jeff Gelman Seminars is a is a worldwide seminar series. that We're doing 25 to 28 of them in 2020. You go to Jeff Gelman Seminars to find all of the different cities that we're doing. This weekend, we're doing Sharon Springs, New York. So Sharon Springs, New York is good. So for all the folks in all of New York, okay, Montreal, Toronto, come on down. Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine, come on down. All right, so you get Massachusetts, you know, come on up. So, you know, there's a lot of opportunity there for a lot of people. It's It's a wonderful seminar. After that, we're going to Chicago. After Chicago, we go to Austin, Texas. Sorry, Houston, sorry, San Antonio, sorry, Dallas. I'm not doing you in 2019, but come to come to Austin. And then after that, we head to Oahu. Go to Oahu. Now, if you go to Jeff Gelman Seminars.com on Oahu, you'll see some special pricing over there. What I did was it's the only seminar series in 2019 that I'm offering some special pricing on to help some folks out of the in the island of um, Oahu. So that The seminars and the Q&A show are problem solving. Literally, how do I stop? How do I stop? How do I stop? So we specialize in dog aggression, reactivity, lots of anxiety. Obviously, um, every bad behavior known to dog, we specialize in. We also have a training center, which is what we're sitting in now. And the training center is we specialize in mostly board and train. I would say 90% of our business is board and train, four to six week board and train. And that's everything from happy-go-lucky dogs that need basic on-leash and off-leash obedience to rehabilitating aggression. That is a more, um, that's about 95% yes, 5% no. So we food train dogs, we use our daily food, we clicker train, we use our reward-based training system as well. Um, um, but. On the show, we talk a lot about punishment. Punishment is an unemotional, non-emotional, showing no emotion um, protocol. And what you're doing is you're just, matter of fact, like don't do that. So people need to learn how to properly apply a Punisher to their dog. There is a proper way to do it. Timing being the most important and usually most people are underwhelming their dog. So there's a timing issue and an underwhelming issue. So we're gonna talk a lot about that. And um, here we go.
0: Here we go. 999 Top Chat from Michelle. I heard pretty terrible things about you, but the more I watch, the more I like you. I bonked one dog just one time. That day, my entire pack of three dogs were on their best behavior for the entire day.
1: So, C- Michelle, congratulations for your success. So, this is the thing. Um, some horrific things are said about me. We are just talking about that, actually. We were just mm-hmm. talking, actually, about making a podcast, Help, trying to help my haters out a little bit. And showing them that they're actually not hurting me, that they're hurting themselves. But there are horrific things that are said about me. Everything from I'm a pedophile to a rapist to an animal abuser. I mean, could you imagine that? Like that's, that's and I get the screenshots. So, and I, and, I, and, I, and I see a lot of that stuff. So what what, it's just interesting. To me, that more reveals the person that's posting it than it reveals me obviously so that's just the way things are that's just how some people are let them be like that let them be like that but for some reason people keep coming to our seminars we have a two-month waiting list we've got a growing audience the people that actually meet me in person think much differently from what they've heard so obviously and and you are watching the show right now so next
0: Melissa, good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, Melissa.
1: Hey, Melissa. How are you? Thanks.
0: Beverly, I volunteer at a shelter where people bring their dogs to meet possible adoptees. What should the protocol be that offers the best outcome?
1: Um, I can't help you with that because I don't like the way they do it because everything's done usually on leash. I think it's really hard. So I'm the wrong guy to ask. I think it's really hard for you for a dog to come into a shelter and meet a, a potential adopter dog. The best outcome would would be they get along, but how about if they don't get along? That doesn't mean they don't they won't get along outside the shelter. So um, it's hard. It's really really hard. I don't have a good answer for you on that one. Next,
0: Kyle. Hi guys. Yesterday, my 10 month old GSD was nipped on the leg by another dog. And then he reacted for the first time. He didn't attack, just warned off. Good. Then today he was being pestered by an off-leash lurcher. He growled to warn off. Good. When a dog he knows ran up behind him, which he then reacted and bit the other dog's face, drawing blood.
1: Yep. So what, oh, hap- what happened What happened? was all of that's predictable. <laughs> all of that's normal. The last one is not acceptable. That's why it's your job to keep dogs away from your dog. That's why it's your job. That's why we kick dogs that are off-leash that approach our dogs. Next.
0: Sage Paw, what do you think about letting a dog correct a puppy? I saw someone do this. The dog was getting stressed out because the puppy wasn't responding to its correction anyway.
1: Well, dogs get stressed out in general. Um, As far as another dog correcting another dog, what's it for? And are they good... Puppy raisers is the dog a good puppy raiser? There's some really bad dogs that are that are not good puppy raisers. Uma, which was one of my dogs, was a great puppy raiser. So it also depends. I prefer to do the correcting myself, but you get a good. I mean, if you watch, there's a great video out there of a lab.
0: Oh, that golden retriever. golden and retriever puppies. and her puppies. Ooh, yeah. She does a
1: really good job correcting her dogs. Lays down
0: the law. Yeah,
1: a really good job. So most of na- nature. Nature's fucked up, nature's dangerous, nature doesn't give a shit, but nature's pretty cool to observe.
0: Mm-hmm. Next. It's Zim's. Hi, j and I'm new here and I love your methods. It makes so much sense. I adopted a seven-month-old chihuahua who is high-strung and reactive, but most especially dog aggressive. I know she needs a leader. Where, how to begin?
1: Okay. Um, number one, thanks for joining us. As far as being a leader, you said the word. Leader, not boss. Leader. Okay? So lead your dog. So where do you begin? Cut down on affection and lead your dog. So take a leadership role. Massive amounts of structure, massive amounts of accountability, no free roaming, hold the dog accountable, be proactive with your training, correct, as a matter of fact, for things that are not acceptable, play with your dog, fair amount of affection, but not overly amount of affection. So love and affection never fixed much of anything. It sure is held in fixed aggression. Love and affection is probably one of the number one reasons why dogs end up rehomed because they get way too much and not enough of the other stuff that I mentioned. Next.
0: Um, Sonia, my dog whines excessively when we go to the groomer. No matter how many corrections I give, the prong, nothing works. Makes me not want to go at all until she learns better. How
1: about this? Take your dog to the groomer, drop your dog off, and leave. Next.
0: Hi, y'all. Oh, LG. Hi, y'all. My dog is in heat. My female has taken some steps back in training. She lunges at a loose dog today, and she's just freaked out in general. Should I avoid walking her till heat's over?
1: She's in heat. Yeah. Have you never dealt with females menstruating before?
0: Maybe not.
1: Okay. <laughs> Shit gets real. You <laughs> really st- real. You stay away from them. You try not to talk with them. You
0: can't give your dog And talk you
1: them. sure as fuck don't argue with them. All right? Because... You'll find out if they carry or not real quick. Next.
0: Christine, watched the Stop Jumping videos yesterday and used the technique on my 80-pound now. No more punching me in the jaw.
1: Thanks. it works. Guys, I don't give out information. I don't make videos unless they work. You don't have to agree with them, but they work. So if you're trying other things that work, do those things. But if it takes you seven months and we did it in seven minutes, I would ask do you think you're growing your angel wings? No, you're not. You're not being nicer. You kept your dog suspended in pain and discomfort for six extra months. But if you're not able to fix it and you object to how I do things, that's on you, right? Isn't that on you? It's like, why wouldn't you want that fixed? So sometimes people, I, and I understand ideologies But we're talking about the life or death of a dog, at least with the dogs that we work with. But jumping on a human, you'd want to stop that in three seconds, which you did. So I can get a dog, I shouldn't say I, any decent dog trainer can get a dog to stop jumping quicker than it can teach the dog to sit. There's that, next.
0: LG, she's been a freaked out dog since six weeks old. We work hard, but it's been more difficult since starting a new job. Her walks are super early or late. Less distractions to practice with lately. It's tough.
1: Yep. Six weeks old is also too early to get a dog. So I don't know if you you actually got the dog at six weeks, but that's a little bit early. The dog missed some important socialization time, but what's done is done. You can possibly recoup from that. So massive socialization, again, more leadership, more structure, tighten down on things, hold your dog accountability. You're going to see the same message for everything because like, notice how I didn't say Exercise your dog and train your dog more obedience, because none of those matter when it comes to stuff like this. Should you exercise your dog? Of course you could. Of course you should. Should you train your dog in obedience? Of course you should. But the other stuff is more important. And and and, and this this line that keeps feeding being fed to people about like exercise your like. A tired dog is a happy dog. No, a tired dog is now going to be ready to go the next morning and cause all kinds of fucking chaos unless you actually train. Next.
0: Kristen, good evening, J&J from Madison, Wisconsin. Love yous.
1: Hey, love yous too, Madison. Love
0: yous too is the noble dog. What do you do to prevent chargebacks on your boarding trains? I trained a dog up to the desired satisfaction, and they did a chargeback. How do you prevent?
1: So, Grant... For some reason, buddy, all of your questions are about people being unhappy with your services, people not paying their credit card bills, people doing chargebacks, you struggling on closing sales. There seems to be an underlining theme here, buddy. There seems to be an underlining theme. So what I would do is I would do something called 100% responsibility, and I would look from within and realize in every one of these situations, who's there? Who's at the scene of the crime? All of these different clients, and then there's you. And I say this with love and affection, And I'm saying this as somebody who pays me a lot of money to mentor them, which you're not doing, but I'm saying somebody would literally pay me lots of money to give them this realization. So it's not always what they want to hear, but but what it is is I care so much that I actually want you to win. But what I'm going to do is give you the information that allows you to win. And I think I tapped on it right there. A little bit. So, how do you prevent that? Number one, first evaluate whether you're doing a good job or not. Have somebody else evaluate you on that one. Number two, pre-qualify your clients to make sure you have the same level of expectation and you're bringing on the right clients. Number three, have really good human skills to make sure that you're able to pass on the knowledge that you've trained the dog. Because we are in the human training business, not the dog training business. Okay. But I would own 100% of that. If any of my employees are not doing a good job, it's my fault. And this is the reason why. I hired them, therefore I let them in the door. Number two, if they're not doing a good job, I should be either training them or find someone that can train them to have them do a good job. Number three, if they're not doing a good job, why are they still working here? So it all comes back to me. So if you haven't seen my comments, whenever anybody gives me praise, I pass it on to the staff. They're doing all the hard work. I'm just the guy with a big mouth. It's a common line that I use and I mean that with sincerity, but I will take all the blame. So if you love our company, it's my staff, if you hate our company, it's me. And I will own that forever. So, there's just a couple of tidbits of information for not just for you, but for some of my fellow business owners. That's my mantra right there. Next.
0: Whew. $10 Top Chat from Robin. Another happy walk today on a busy beach boardwalk, prong layered with remote, heavy traffic, lots of dogs and kids, bikes, etc. <sighs> He was so well-behaved. Thank you so much for the tools and instruction. Robin,
1: where's the, where's the, vi- I believe you. Show me the video, hon. Robin, set up your iPhone on a tripod in front of you. And I want to see you. I believe you. This is not because I don't believe you, but I want to see this. I want everybody that's struggling out there, everybody that's struggling out there. I want them to see this because I want them to feel how you feel. And that's what I want for everybody. It's the best feeling in the world, isn't it, Robin? Mm -hmm. And people that don't struggle, I don't know if you get it or not. Until you've struggled with a dog, you take it for granted. Yeah. You take it for granted. Next.
0: Michelle, good evening. Jeff, Joelle, and Melissa. Hey, Michelle. Hey, how are you?
1: You can say hi to Cass, too. Cass is here. She's our Canadian intern. Bronwyn Mm -hmm. is our next intern. She's from Canada, too. I think 2020, we're only doing Canadian interns. Yeah. After that, we've got another Canadian, another Canadian from from um, uh, Vancouver, Vancouver. From Vancouver. So I think we're booked up in 2020 with a bunch of Canadians.
0: Up oh, through June, yeah.
1: Yeah. Let's do, what country should we do in 2021?
0: <laughs> mm. <laughs> I don't know. We'll get a theme. We'll
1: get a theme going.
0: Joe. Hi, can you train multiple do- multiple ways a command with e collar? Example, recall stim on versus one big correction with high distractions. I want to prove my commands are on high distractions and build speed. Take care.
1: So what you're going to do is this. The way we train, the way we train, so teach. The way we teach obedience is with a lower level on the remote collar pressure on, pressure off theory. It's called CS, continuous stim, every single time. Then we do something called NCS, which is, you can call it non-compliance stim, okay, which means... If the dog doesn't listen, they get the lower level stim applied back on. It's sort of like, hey, buddy, you remember? Like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. After a couple hundred more times of that, now you go to punishment. Call it correction, call it punishment, whatever word you're you're comfortable with. That is a momentary high historically. Historically, that's higher level momentary. And then now what they're trying to do is avoid the correction. So then your your dog is starting to become more compliant to avoid the correction. And that's a very good way to train. It's, not big, it's a good incentive. Cause they know, cause it's fair because they know it. And you do proof your dog. So today I started doing one-on-ones again today. I think you might have posted up some photos. Zoe. So, so Zoe posted up some photos of me today working with a client. It's a client that's already been through a boarding train. So I'm doing more human training than anything. But there's at one point where the dog is in place. And if you're not familiar with place, it's a dog sitting on a dog bed. It knows the word place means go to that bed and lie down. It knows the word break means now you can come off. Or if I recalled it, it can come off. So anything else I do, it shouldn't leave. So what did I do? I got three feet in front of it got down on my hands and knees and went hi sweetheart how are you hi honey I did that and guess what the dog did it came towards me I said no high- level remotes now it's fair to do that why is it fair it's a trained dog it's a trained dog it already knows place and it knows break but we call it dummy proofing or real world training or how to make sure your dog behaves when assholes approach your dog. So now I did it again, the dog goes, I ain't moving. You're looking pretty stupid there Jeff on your hands and knees making kissing noises at me. I'm looking pretty fucking cool right now. That's what the dog was saying to me. And I was saying, you know, I'm really glad this isn't on video because you're fucking right. Next.
0: I actually got it on video. Cool. Karen, GSD lover. Good evening, Jeff and Joel. <laughs> Hi, Karen.
1: We can just pulled from the security cameras too. Uh-huh. Next.
0: Jose, hey Jeff. I have a five-month-old male GSD. Could I start introducing the e-collar?
1: Absolutely. You can start at fourteen weeks old. Next.
0: The Noble Dogs. Why did you decide to use PayPal as your processor? Don't they charge you three percent?
1: They do, but I'm in the service-oriented business. If you're if you're worried about three percent, you're in the wrong business. So who who charges less and what do they charge? 1.4%? If I go out of business because of 1.4%, I'm in the wrong business. 1.4% over the course of a month is what? How much is that? I mean, I can do the math and tell you how much it is. So will I ever reevaluate my PayPal processor? I've thought about it and I've also thought about, I use Eventbrite for my 28 seminars. So I use Eventbrite as the ticket seller for, it's a ticket seller um, automator for my um, seminar series. And they, they also charge as well. And I've thought about actually looking for a new one of those as well. So now I'm at a point where I'm doing a considerable revenue. So I'm gonna do a, so I'm looking to generate more revenue and also reduce expenses because what I'm doing is I'm increasing my payroll. So I've already started increasing my payroll and then in 2020, I'm going to be increasing my payroll even more. Therefore, the payroll has got to come from somewhere so it can come from increased sales or reduced expenses or a combination of both. So that's what I'm going to do because right now, Joelle just um, hired a a 20-hour-a-week, another 20-hour-a-week person to her social media team. So she has four people on her team. So her her budget of her payroll has gone up and the money's gotta come from somewhere because all of this content we produce is free. So we're producing, we're spending more money now producing more free content. So now we have somebody making 15 videos, 10 to 15 videos a week now for free, even more. So now if you jump on TikTok, you'll probably see some of the same videos, but you'll see some new videos on TikTok. even if it's me talking to the camera, there is a cost to that. It's usually my sleep. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this morning I was up at what two thirty-eight or two o'clock or something.
0: I, don't know. I was up at two you o'clock. You also put that it was Tuesday and it's freaking Wednesday.
1: Well, maybe it was. I thought it was Tuesday still. Next,
0: <laughs> Erica, how do I begin e-collar training for leash reactivity? Start with basic pressure on-off recall.
1: Um, for, for reactivity, you can start with, if you want to just direct, if you directly want to attack react, leash reactivity, bonk your dog, watch the video on bicycle reactivity that we put up, bonk your dog, start with there. And then you can use the remote to have a conversation with your dog next.
0: Julia's Gallery, just saying hello, spending a night listening while photo and video editing. Awesome. I'm in for Chicago. If there's an opening, my dog needs. No, I need guidance. No one else has been able to help.
1: So go to JeffGelmanSeminars.com. Chicago's coming up in two weeks. Audit spots will not sell out. It's a pretty big venue. Working spots historically always do. I don't know if it's sold out or not. Even if only audit spots are available, please go to Audit Spots. Please buy an audit spot. You will learn a lot and your life will change. Next.
0: Debbie, my eight-month-old puppy, pees when she sees my mother or granddaughter.
1: Okay. So don't invite them over the house anymore. Next.
0: (laughs) Don't be snarky.
1: Leave the baked goods on the front porch and have them leave. She needs help. What's the question again?
0: Peeing. Excitement peeing. You should know. You fucking do it all the time.
1: Just when I see you, baby. (laughs) Okay. I make
0: a lot of men piss themselves.
1: <laughs> Shit. Is it it's one of my talents.
0: There's
1: a wet spot. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I, I just got a lap dance. Okay. So. What? It's a. <laughs>
0: that's disgusting. <laughs> it's a strip, disgusting. It's a strip
1: club joke. Back when the adult days when I used to work at the strip clubs, trust me, the strippers are just as grossed out I as the, as the dudes were. I know. So um, what you're going to do is this, is teach your dog place. Teach your dog to lie down in place. At the beginning, here I am talking about never keep your dog under threshold, push your dog over threshold. In fact, we just put out a video on that, right? This is one instance where for a couple of weeks, I wanna keep your dog below threshold and I wanna start creating new muscle memory for the dog that it doesn't get excited when it sees grandma and granddaughter and then you got to do grandma granddaughter training saying when you come in i want you to be calm right now you have to do that for a little bit we got to give the dog we have to have the dog win i want this dog to win so i mean you're not going to correct the dog so i want the dog to win next
0: oh that was very good advice pull that clip melissa that was good
1: and the rest of my advice sucks
0: <laughs> well usually like you're you never pe- compliment you me on my advice, like, advice. you usually don't like,
1: I don't have good pee advice. That the, was good, though. But I'm not the guy that, like, how do I housebreak my dog? I don't know. Watch a fucking video. It's like, that's not my specialty. So nervous, fearful, anxious pee, we just put them through our system. Mm-hmm. And we, we, they end up stopping doing it.
0: But a lot of it is the way we interact with the dog. Right.
1: But this is a different situation altogether as well because yeah. they come over once in a while. Yeah. So it's... it's but good.
0: grandma and who? Granddaughter. They need to just ignore the dog, too. Like human training. For now. For now. For yeah. now, yeah. Erica, I bonked one of my dogs and he's been great ever since. My Jack Russell, however, barks constantly. He doesn't care when I do it to him.
1: So, you're possibly underwhelming your dog. Also, I mean, just remember, even though it's a Jack Russell and it's small, you can you can bonk extremely hard. Most people underwhelm their bonking. Next.
0: Christine, I was... Oh, hold da- on
1: one second, I'm sorry. Also, timing. I want you to bonk that dog. This is what I want you to do. What's the dog bonk? What, when does the dog bark? Dark, the, every time somebody comes to the door, my dog goes nuts. Okay, great. Put your dog on a leash. Stand five feet from the door. Okay? Have the bonker ready. Look at your dog. Have the dog a little bit in front of you. Just look and watch. Wait until all of a sudden the, those that dog's ears go up a tiny bit. Just the tiniest bit or goes into some sort of arousal like, did I just hear something outside? No. Bonk. There you go. Next.
0: Christine, I was definitely underwhelming my dogs before I found you. I try to remember that when I get stressed in a situation.
1: Two things. Work on your stress. Three. And also, yes, you're probably underwhelming your dog. Next.
0: Cheyenne and Zeke, it's Wednesday already. LOL, the week's been going by so fast lately.
1: Yes, you're the second person that's reminded me it's Wednesday. Yeah. Yes.
0: Laura, how do you. But hold
1: on here one second. The week's not going by so fast.
0: I think so. Because there's
1: no no such things as weekends next. Ooh.
0: Mm-hmm. Laura, how do you reintroduce female dogs who were separated due to a fight? <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Good luck.
1: Good luck. Seriously. Those are the worst fights ever. I can't tell you how to do that through a 30-second snarky, in-between-the-wet-spot joke, um, um, Skype, what is this called? YouTube Live.
0: Oh, it's an ambulance. I'm like, is there a dog howling? No, it's an what's <laughs> outside. Got yeah.
1: it. So, so, um, so what you're gonna do is, very carefully, so I don't know your skill set, I don't know their behavior, muzzles are probably gonna be involved, so are leashes. work on, this is the advice I can give you right now, work on the walk, and work on place duration by each other and put them on tiebacks next
0: Keaton hey y'all Jeff we exchanged an email or two about me going to the Austin seminar I didn't hear back and have since sent a follow up email
1: I'm sorry Keaton I wasn't sure what it is I get you have to please keep in mind how many emails a day I get and PMs and DMs I get Um, I, 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 I don't know what it was if you're looking for I don't know I'll be there I'll be in Austin next
0: Bill, hey, Jeff and Joe, I can't thank you enough. The relationship with my dog has improved so greatly these past few weeks. Awesome. I love how you get right to business and don't beat around the bush when it comes to training. I feel like with your attitude, you would be great at anything you do, and thank God it's dog training.
1: Um, thank you. Um, I' think my first 12 wives will disagree with that, but I think I think the thing is is that life is short. information is being put out there that is false. Owners are struggling. I only care about your success, which doesn't mean I don't care about your feelings, but I care about your success more. Um, Sometimes the truth is hard to hear. Um, If somebody's offended by my words, I'm not talking offensively, so that's on them. Um, And it just goes to show the more structured, firmer, um, consequential you are with your dog, the better your relationship actually is. And believe it or not, if you do this anywhere from, say, one to three years old, you still have got 10 years of wonderful life where you can kick some major ass. But if you do this at seven years old, it's not too late. Do you know a lot of people, we should probably do a QA and a on this. We really stopped. We really stopped. We haven't had time to do, like, um, I don't even know what it's called anymore.
0: The JJ tip of the day. Tip of the day. I know, we've you know
1: not. we We should probably do that. You want to do maybe a, we should probably do a quick one on for TikTok, we have sixty seconds. We should probably do a rapid fire one. You know t- that could be a TikTok thing we can do. Sure. Um,
0: On what? Where are you going with this?
1: But uh, but this tip of the day was what was I talking about before I talked about this?
0: I have no idea. You tried doing his video editing, you guys. What <laughs> was
1: what was the what was the um, he
0: goes from one thing to another. What was the
1: what was the subject? What was the question?
0: I don't even know. Um, oh, yeah, oh yeah, that's what it was. You do. Oh, that's
1: what I was going to talk about. Some people, you know, they've been at. They've, I get e- emails often. My dog is one years old. Is it too late to train?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I like get like that a lot. Yeah,
1: it's like one. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Like, like, uh, did you hear that from somebody? Like, did somebody tell you that? Right. That would be horrific if somebody was told that your dog's too old to train at one. My gosh. We
0: have a nine-year-old boarding train right now. I
1: mean, well, I mean, a real service dog is not started sometimes in their task until fifteen or eighteen months. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean they're still getting training, but it's like like it's it's theoretically never too old to train a dog. And if they're dead they do downstays.
0: Mm-hmm. With head down. You're sick. Next. Four ninety nine top chat from the Noble Dogs. Have you ever had a legit illegitimate chargeback? What safety measures did you put in place with your contract to prevent further issues?
1: Grant, no I haven't. I've never I don't I don't deal with these issues. So I don't. I, I don't have any safety measures. I'm not getting any chargebacks. I wouldn't put any safety measures in place at all. Um, I, I'm just not. I'm just not getting them. I'm not. I'm not getting them. Um, there was someone that didn't go to one of my seminars, and my seminars are no refunds, and it says it in two or three places and they tried to do a charge back, but I, they couldn't get it. Um, because when you buy a working spot and you don't show up, like that means that nobody else could have bought that working spot. And it's like an airline ticket, or a concert ticket, or a movie ticket. It's like no refunds. Um, but for a boarding train, if somebody's, we've, we have dogs that don't make it, unfortunately for the two months, meaning they were put down because they were so dangerous, they couldn't keep them alive for two more months. We'll give somebody all their money back, um, but after a board and train, nobody's asking us for their money back. Not a partial refund, not a full refund, not extra training, because we're we're because we're, we're 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 doing a good job and we're picking the right people. We're not picking people. We don't say, hey, if you're not happy, are you going to give us a charge back? But just is the way we run our business. So that's not to say it can't happen, but. After 15 years, I've never I've never seen it happen in my company, um, so I have nothing in place. I have nothing in place. Next,
0: Crystal, how do you how to teach my dog to get a people's feel?
1: One more, to people's feel. To
0: get a people's feel. I have no
1: idea beyond my skill set. Next,
0: <clears throat> Bill, already read that. Michelle, going over your old videos, and you have the most consistent hairstyle ever.
1: That's because so i don't do fucking shit with you fucking
0: it. you it and like. 15 years. I haven't
1: done anything. This is Probably the...
0: longer than that. How long have you had that long ass hair for? No, I've
1: cut it too. It's dr- like the 80s? I've cut it dramatically. It used to be really long.
0: What was the picture you posted on Facebook? Was it a memory? It was you a had, memory. You had like short hair in that one.
1: That was when I it was. That was your was... first
0: wedding. Your first wedding.
1: I had longer hair my first wedding. Did you? Yeah. This goes back. There's a picture of it me. It didn't eating...
0: look like you had a ponytail though. Mm. It might have been like slicked it back. It slicked
1: back, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back then, it was ponytail but slicked back. And it was not like this. It was, like, literally a ponytail. So, it might have looked like (laughs) that. There is a photo on my mother's refrigerator.
0: Like, did you ever have it come down, like, a normal, like, not slicked back? No,
1: I've always had, like, a...
0: Like Like Johnny Bravo?
1: But I used to also have a forehead. I mean, I used to have hair down here.
0: Yeah, but I feel like...
1: Now most, I now I got now I bang my head. Most to
0: guys like their hair comes like this way, not back. Like Plus you have that, chosen to pull it back.
1: <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> Next,
0: bangs are never a good idea. You mm-hmm. That's not if, true. Imagine if Jeff had bangs.
1: <laughs> I like I like bangs on bangs on a woman.
0: Do you? Yeah. Mm, not my thing.
1: No? No.
0: Michelle, going over your old videos and you have the most. Can- oh, just read that. Yeah. Cheyenne and Zeke. Zeke and I are a nice field. That I found near our home. There's a cat fight going on somewhere in the neighborhood. We can hear it. Zeke's doing great at ignoring it. Awesome. Christine. After work, my boyfriend and I take two dogs separate ways. When reunited at home, hackles, raise, sometimes growling. Have gotten into fights. Tried bonking. May not have had good timing. e collar correction?
1: Well, if you're bonking, the chances are you're bonking as a reaction, then that's not, how you, that's not what a bonker does. Your bonker is a proactive tool. So you go to the remote collar or you go do something more physical. Next.
0: Nicole, how to safely correct a 17-week-old puppy. He's a Doberman mix and gets around very fast during training and when he can see my adult dog. My adult has some reactivity. I use a Herm Springer for her.
1: What's your dog? What do you want to correct your dog for? I need way more information. Next.
0: Kyle says thanks, guys. You're welcome, Kyle. Sage, brother's new puppy jumps and nips, but his partner is against bonking, all for an e-collar, though he doesn't know how to use one, let alone afford one.
1: Okay, so that's so he's not going to get a knee collar. He doesn't want bonking. And this is not even your dog. It's your brother's partner's dog. So let your brother's partner do all the research, figure it out, and solve the problem. Because you own a Doberman. And if you don't fucking get this shit straight, you have no idea what you... You shouldn't have gotten yourself a Doberman. Okay? should have gotten yourself a fish. So you're going to have to have a wake-up call saying person, if you're going to get a Doberman, you better learn how to apply a proper punisher for dangerous behavior or get rid of the dog now. End of story. Next.
0: Mm, LG, Jeff, no. I've never had a dog in heat before.
1: Yeah. So dogs in heat can do a couple of things. Um, they can fuck like crazy. Um, they can are open to attacks. They definitely can get more snarky, more aggressive, um, they can get more clingy to humans, um, they can be more nervous, um, there's a, lo- a lot of different variables, a lot of different variables can happen, yep.
0: St. Lee, hi guys, what to do when my dog and I approach a large blown up black cat on the front lawn for Halloween and the head moved on it and she got very scared and growled and barked, fearful of it?
1: Um, have some fun and let her bite it and that's going to be a one damn flat cat, so... <clears throat> Actually, no, it won't. Those that actually, that, those are the those, air
0: it just keeps going. I know
1: they actually have holes in them already. Yeah. If not, they would explode. Right. So, um, what I would do is this: I would. Lo- Halloween is a good time. Then for that <laughs> blow up cat. Let's not call it fear. Let's call it something else. My dog barked at an. My dog barked at in an inflatable cat. So let's get fear out of the equation, okay? Because when we do fear, we think avoidance, right? So instead, go, okay, dog, you're going to learn to walk by this Halloween decoration and not give a shit, and keep walking by. Start at 15 feet, start at 20 feet, work your way in, work your way back out, work your way in, do sit stays, do down stays, get your cat, get your dog to learn how to deal with big, fat cat. Next.
0: Summer, we have our eight-month-old bell trained to go potty since he was four months old, no accidents in two months but he's been hitting the bell even if he doesn't have to go potty. How to narrow his understanding of potty bell?
1: Um, I don't know because I would never teach a dog how to use a bell. Why? Because at eight months old I'd be calling into a fucking show asking how to get this bell problem solved. What?
0: <laughs> You're so snarky. It's true.
1: I th- I th- I'm sorry. I think the bell is a stupid idea.
0: I know. They get smart. They're like, I'm just going to go outside.
1: That, that doesn't make you stupid, by the way. Don't, don't, you didn't, that doesn't make you stupid and doesn't mean you did anything wrong. Mm-hmm. But that's why I don't train the bell. Like, I take my dogs out when I feel they have to go to the bathroom, which is when I fucking want to go outside. Mm-hmm. So it's like, go to the bathroom right now. Or at three in the morning in the RV, if girl is whining, yeah. that means she has get to go to the bathroom. Her outside. That means She'll... get her outside. Right. So that's like, that's an unusual, like, you don't whine at three in the morning. Something's going on and you got to go to the bathroom. So, so what I do is this. I don't know how to do that because I don't teach dogs how to ring a bell. Now that doesn't mean I can't stop them from ringing it, but I don't, I don't know how to do that training. Next.
0: Melinda switch my four month old Dobie pup off transitional leash to a prong per your advice. Game changing is an understatement. Thank you so much. Now, if only I can get him to stop whining in public drama king.
1: So yeah, so I'm not against any sort of leash, but if To me, a prong collar is going to give you the most gentlest, most powerful control over your dog um, with, with a leash hand movement, I should say. Remote collar is going to be the most powerful, but there's a skill, more of a skill set to that. Next.
0: Be a good dog, University. Love your videos. Love your perspective and approach. We are kindred spirits. What are your thoughts on addressing the nervous system during addressing anxiety?
1: I don't, uh, th- you're talking too smart for me. I don't talk smart, so we're not kindred spirits anymore, okay? You've, you've outsmarted me. You've graduated from kindred U with a master's, and I'm still in kindred freshman biology. So um, th- the nervous system,
0: mm-hmm. ask
1: the question again, and I'm going to rephrase that.
0: What are your thoughts on addressing the nervous system during addressing anxiety? Okay,
1: so I'm going to just say, how do I deal with an anxious dog? Okay, I'm just gonna leave it at that because I don't know how to address nervous systems in dogs. So um, so what, how do I deal with anxiety is this. Massive amounts of structure, consequences for bad choices. Believe it or not, I would keep my rewards to a neutral tone with no excitement because that can create arousal. Arousal can create more of something and we have an anxiety issue so possibly more anxiety. Um, And I would push my dog past their comfort zone with guidance. So I have something, there's something called flooding with guidance. So flooding is, oh, you're afraid of dogs? There's a bunch of dogs. Throw them outside, close the door. 30 dogs are out there. That's called flooding. Not a good idea. I don't recommend it. Flooding with guidance. I've got the leash. I've got the dog. I've got a stockyard whip. I create a three to four to five foot barrier around the dog and I walk through and I show the dog, look, you can walk through and all these dogs are going to move away. And then the dog goes, holy shit, none of these dogs are coming up to me. I feel safe. And then next thing you know, the dog goes, dogs don't freak me out. Next.
0: Robin, I want to try the pre-walk bonk, but my dog gets excited the minute I head in the direction of the door. Is that when I bonk him?
1: You should bonk him even before that excitement of the walking towards the door. So you want to bonk at the first sign of arousal. So you want to probably go even back. Next.
0: St. Lee, thanks for all you do. I'm always referring people to you. Thank you. Kyle, it's almost heartbreaking watching my happy puppy suddenly choose aggression as a way of correcting other dogs. It all happened when he had his ball. I'm thinking it could be ball aggression.
1: Well, it's re- to think about it as a resource. But also, Kyle... Man, don't beat yourself up, buddy. Don't you dare. This 10-month-old German shepherd, okay? 12 months, it's going to be even more challenging. 18 months, who the fuck knows what you're going to have at the end of that leash. So, this is the thing. You're like, you're thinking, did you do something wrong? Did you get the wrong dog? Did you do the wrong training? Did I fuck up somewhere? Could I have done better? Did I make a mistake? Oh my gosh, I created this mess. Like all this self-doubt, you know, a lot of different, you know, a lot of different other things. Be really, really careful about going down that path, buddy. Because like it's a 10-month-old dog. Like you're you got your hands full. You got your hands full. Like, I would have my hands full. Joelle still has her hands full. So, we always know when Joelle's in the building. Like, it's instant. So, be careful there. All right? Be careful. And I think a good example is Joelle, the the, the tougher she is with her dog, the better the dog's behavior is. She's got the kind of dog where you give it any fucking attention and love, It makes it worse. It makes it worse. worse. Now, that doesn't mean engagement. Don't get that wrong. So, give Wesley more engagement, things are better. More affection, things are worse. Yeah. Ignore him and correct him, things are just fine.
0: Yeah.
1: So, it's like, but that's that dog and their relationship. So, meanwhile... She owns another dog that was not her first dog that doesn't have those issues. And then the next dog she gets, who knows? So there is some responsibility on the dog. So it's so funny that every once in a while someone says, oh, so you're blaming the dog? It's like, I think that's maybe the fourth time, fifth time, maybe sixth time I've actually said that. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, most of it is our fault. Mm-hmm. But you can't discount genetics, too.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, most service dogs that are bred for service dog work are washed out. Mm-hmm. Up to 90% of single purpose nose dogs. That are bred specifically for the TSA nose work program are washed out yep. in some breeders. But to get the contract, they want a fifty percent guarantee over three to five years, over a three year like uh, uh, average. But a buddy of mine had a had a litter; they only accepted ten percent of them, and it's not because they don't want to spend the money. They've got a huge budget. Yeah,
0: genetics. Like,
1: they they literally are looking for. Oh geez, one buying organization was looking for four thousand dogs. They came back with like four hundred. They can't. Wow. They can't find enough single-purpose nosework dogs. That's why a lot of them are seeing non, non-traditional dogs, doing like you know spaniels, beagles, which are I don't want to say non-traditional, but what you don't think of, you know, they're, they're odor dogs, and and a lot of dogs with high drive can do odor work. Next.
0: Um, the Noble Dogs, four ninety nine. How do you know when you need to upgrade the remote from the mini educator to the boss? What are the telltale signs?
1: I think, um, Grant, I think if you're, if you find yourself, well, fit, obviously fit is important. So as long as you have proper fit, proper contact, and you find yourself in the 60s and 70s often, and... Your dog blows through a hundred, which dogs do. Guys, dogs go through underground fencing on purpose multiple times, which is way more powerful than a shot collar. Um, what, ha- what happens is you probably want to go to the boss. Next.
0: Melinda, I was dealing with lunging and extreme pulling to the point of getting shooting pains up my spine before switching to the prong. You saved my back, LOL.
1: Wow somebody Melissa do me a favor screenshot that and send it to me so I can put that into a meme truth about prong cowers please Mm -hmm. thank you that that was the right that was the right length of statement yes thank you
0: Nicole also what's the best advice for new dog trainers to learn more and build their business I've got an ABC degree the more I learn the more I see that method doesn't always work find a mentor
1: um so the method actually rarely will work at people's homes where you're being hired to stop unwanted behaviors because they're anti-punishment. They might not say it publicly, but it's quite obvious by by their program and their mentorship program where a mentor will literally say, if you use these tools or if I find out that you're using these tools, I will fail you. Ooh, so much for being a fucking good mentor there, asshole. So... I mean, I've heard horror stories from the mentorship program of that organization. It's like, pre-screen your mentors, guys. Um, so, what I would suggest is this. Work with a ton of dogs. Go to as many seminars as you can. Ideally, do an internship. Work for free. So, I was talking with Cass today, who was not crying, Nice. Okay. Nice. First day ever. <laughs> okay. I
0: still cry every day. So, <laughs>
1: so um well, I'm just really good at going deep. Yeah, we
0: know.
1: Yeah, I mean, sorry, it's but with it, with it, with an intern, it's that's my job. My job is to my job is to turn her into an unstoppable dog training business owner. So, I'm doing the business part of it. And with that comes um, personal growth. And with that comes overcoming fear. So that's the internship program. That's, what, that's my contribution to it. Because that's the number one thing stopping young dog trainers is fear. And it's fear of everything, fear of failure, but there's things that are even bigger than fear of failure, fear of your colleagues And their comments, which by the way, don't matter. Um, So I would do an internship, but work for free. So she's smart because she already has a very successful business in Canada. But she's literally working here for free for three months. So she's giving up a large amount of her income, but she's smart because she'll recoup that in the next year of business and then some more and then be on a new trajectory. So her growth, her five-year growth will happen in three years. So that's worth her three months of time. And I don't know if she realized that by doing this, um, but you don't give up three months pay to just like learn how to train a dog. So what I would suggest is pretty soon the business model is people are going to be paying business owners to intern at their place of business. Because unless you want to become a lawyer, a doctor, or just in a specialized field, why are you paying a university instead of paying the actual business? So there are businesses that I can imagine paying them ten to twenty thousand dollars a year to work there instead of going to a college. Unless you want to party and have a good time and hook up, then go to college. Next.
0: Kathleen, hey guys. Max stayed in place for two hours while I put together a TV wall mount. Mount was a pain in the ass, but the dog wasn't.
1: Now, could you imagine how stressful that fucking Walmart would have been if you had to keep correcting your dog?
0: <laughs> Mounting a TV is no joke. It's no joke at all. It's like a team effort.
1: I know. So kudos to you and great real world training there. Next,
0: Pauline, your tips have helped me so much. Thank you. I'd like to play target with my two dogs. One gets possessive over the ball. Is it possible to train him to play nice?
1: Well, I don't know about playing nice, but to stop possession, yes, that would be through an application of a punisher, which would be no. So the dog gets possessed over the ball. No. Boom. Next. He that, that was the universal sign for remote collar stem. by the way.
0: Thoughts on rough tough and or gunner kennels?
1: Um, we have a rough tough kennel here. I
0: like
1: it. I like it. We've never used a gunner kennel, but I've heard good things about them. Next. But I have no personal experience at all. And neither of those are, are my sponsors because we have no fucking sponsors. Nobody gives us money. But, but speaking of that. Is there a What Would Jeff Do cup anywhere?
0: Yeah. Can you grab it for me? An espresso machine.
1: Do you know how to make coffee yet? Do you know how to make coffee yet?
0: No, the intern doesn't even know how to make coffee. What?
1: Yes, to I'll bag. teach her how to make
0: espresso. So we're
1: starting a a mug club. Steven Crowder, don't sue me, please. Um, we're starting a, a, um, a mug club. It's going to come with a coffee mug, a big What Would Jeff Do sticker, and a small What Would Jeff Do sticker shipped to you, for, I, I'm trying to come in under $20. I'm trying to come in under $20. Shipping included. I'm trying to. But let me see if I can. We're still pricing out shipping and we're sourcing the boxes to put them in. Because um, I don't want a bunch of breakage. But I just ordered my first 144 of them to test to see how we do.
0: Next. Interesting number. $4.99 That's a common number.
1: You 144 forty to... four. 12 dozen? Do
0: like, oh, That's oh, just how it is. Oh, it comes in dozens.
1: Well, I mean, historically, yeah. you can buy.
0: I would have done like 150. Like, what the fuck? You is could 144? have
1: done. Six less? I mean, Angela could have answered or that 140.
0: one. Why <laughs> 140? Why 144?
1: Because it's 12 times 12. That's just the number. So when you're in the wholesale business, you know dozens more. So you don't come from wholesale. No, I don't. Right.
0: Thanks. The noble dogs, four ninety nine. How long will you typically keep a short hair comfort pad on your dog without rotating, or a long haired com- comfort pad without rotation in tip?
1: Okay, two different questions. Whoa. Short hair. Usually, you don't have to rotate those that, that rotate those that much. There are dogs, though, that are because the historically you're doing that on a longer fur dog, and the only thing that you, you those little barbs there do push in. So, do we rotate those as much? That's a good question to ask you. We
0: rotate them all, no matter what the dog is okay. wearing. We have a schedule; they're all there, getting rotated like four times a day.
1: There you go, there you go. Next.
0: Four ninety nine top chat from Dino. Not a dog trainer, but I've tried Torin, a board and train in my home with your videos. I, oh, I've tried to run. <laughs> I Thought it was one word. He put his one word. I'm like,
1: you've gone on tour. Dino's gone on don't. tour. <laughs> Dino's gone on <laughs> tour to all the nightclubs doing Frank Sinatra songs.
0: You guys, grammar, do, please! Do, do, I just do, read like do, I need punctuation and spaces. Do, do. Hush! I'm gonna give you the hand. Speaking
1: of dogs in heat, next.
0: Not a dog trainer, <laughs> right. but I've tried to run a board and train in my home with your videos.
1: Excellent idea. Do you feel
0: like most dogs can be rehabbed given the, sh- the right structure?
1: I actually do. I actually think. That 90% of the dogs out there would do better just watching our free videos than paying a dog trainer. Unless you're dealing with massive separation anxiety, and you can still do it, but it's harder, and dog-dog aggression. next.
0: Pauline, your tips have helped me so much. Thank you. I'd like to play oh, I already read that. Yep. I'm lost, guys. I'm sorry. Well, no,
1: because whenever you do a top chat, it fucks yeah, it up. Me. Yeah, it me.
0: Chris, struggling getting new clients? Any advice? Appreciate you guys.
1: Yeah, number one, take 100% responsibility. First of all, do you suck? It's good to come up with that. It's like, are you getting results at all? Can you actually train a dog? Number one. That is probably, I would say, 40% or less of the equation. It might even be 30% which means 60 to 70% is your human skills. How are, you, how are your human skills? Are you trying to sound smart? A lot of people like to insult me because I don't sound smart. I don't sound smart for a reason. Number one, I'm not very smart. But number two, I'm speaking to dog owners and I'm not trying to impress them with jargon. I want them to win. My ego gets stroked by your success stories, not by how smart I am. So we all have an ego. All of our egos need to be fed. It's called life. My ego is fed through you being successful. Therefore, I will use words, techniques, um, uh, uh, demos in order for you to win. I will explain it in a way that you could win. Because then, then you win and my eagle gets stroked. Not by me showing off my skills. By the way, that's probably the best piece of business advice that you will hear all year. Right there. Right there. All right, guys? So, you're not impressing me with your high drive males. All right? So, what I would do is also work tons of dogs and document the hell out of them. I want to be able to go to your website at 2 o'clock in the morning. I want to be able to go to all your social media pages and I want to be able to see what you're doing and see what you're up to. I also want to know, I want to be able to read comments, read your engagement and I also want to know, I'm going to go to your personal page and on your business page if you project one thing and you're beer bonging it on your personal page, I'm not going to hire you. Okay? So number one. Go through your personal page and clean it up. No politics. Sports, you got to even be careful with that. Sexual orientation, uh, people shouldn't have a problem, but they do. But that, you can leave alone. Big thing is politics. Keep it off your page. Getting into arguments, disagreements, anything like that, get it off. I don't want to go to your page and see every dog that's going to die this Friday. do want to see it. I want to see postings of all the lost dogs in the neighborhood. I want to go to your page to learn. So number one, can I go to your social media and learn? Here's a really good thing. Here's the advice that I gave my brother. My brother is a, is a business consultant that's having a slow year. He just sold his house. The advice I gave him was, Mike, and he has to put it in, he's got to buy another house for tax reasons. I said, "Mike, take $100,000 of it. Stick it in the bank." What I want you to do over the next year is I want you to do so much free social media that I can hire you, that I don't have to hire you and I can learn everything I can from your free content without hiring you. That's the goal. And the $100,000 is, is assuming nobody does hire you. But I assure you, people will. So can I go to your website and learn? Or are you holding stuff back? Next.
0: Woo! I mean, this is. What,
1: I mean, you can join my mentorship program, which is pretty much doing skypes with me. Next.
0: Good stuff, Chris. Just read that. Sorry, Michelle. Hi, Cass from Calgary. Got all the Canadians watching you.
1: We're trying to get up there, by the way. Summer. Who's that? Who said that, Chris?
0: No, that's um Michelle Anderson. Oh, Michelle, Michelle.
1: Give me a fucking location in Calgary. Number one
0: YouTube fan. That's right. Summer. Oh, 499 Top Chat from the Noble Dogs. What advice do you have on running a free group tra- dog training class as well as giving a 40-minute presentation speech on dog training?
1: Do what you love to do, buddy. So pick what you love to do. So free group class, you can do that. Just I, I would focus on one or two things. And as far as, as far as giving a speech, what do you like to talk about? Because passion is everything. Next.
0: Summer, 8-month-old has been barking at noises outside. I've been holding back a hard bonk since he's 6 pounds, but finally did a harder one. Now he comes right to me for guidance when there's a noise. Bonking works.
1: Yeah, it does. Or else I wouldn't be I wouldn't tell people to do it if it didn't work. Kudos to you. Next. 6-pound dogs don't get free passes. A 6-pound dog's bark is just as annoying as a 60-pound dog's bark. Sure In it fact, is. it's probably more annoying.
0: Cheyenne and Zeke, there's a squirrel 30 feet away from us and Zeke is trembling in his double down. Would you allow that to happen?
1: Or have him chase a squirrel? Next.
0: LG, I was just trying to keep up with her training and exercise. I haven't walked her for the last week and she's getting cabin fever. So no more walks for a few weeks. Sorry for the dumb question.
1: What dumb question?
0: I don't know. We don't have any dumb questions on the show. LG,
1: she has to even ask a question?
0: Yeah, but I don't remember anything dumb. So, I don't
1: know. So, there's no dumb questions. If I if you're if you're brand new and I'm snarky, it wasn't a dumb question. I'm snarky. On on the on this show, I'm snarky. You don't you don't ask dumb questions. We don't allow it nor do I imply it. Next.
0: Mario, hi guys. I was listening to the rerun of the last podcast and apparently there's another Mario out there. Maybe I should change mine to my future dog training company. You're not the only Mario, Mario.
1: You talking about D- is this Dino?
0: No, this is Mario.
1: Cause there's Dino Mario.
0: This is just Mario. Oh, Mario Alvarado.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of Marios. Mario, if you didn't know, Mario is a common name. <laughs> News alert.
0: I've never met another Joelle. I know they're out there. And but they don't never have fucking. Co- they
1: don't have coffee mugs or keychains or shot glasses with your name on it.
0: None. I
1: know. You just lose. I
0: check everywhere though. Well, you know what you. I coo- ho- every like novelty store we go to, I'm like.
1: Okay, so... Nope, it's not there. So, can I make a suggestion? What? Okay. Make my own. A wide tip Sharpie marker and buy a bunch of Joel shit.
0: Okay. <laughs> it looks so, like... It's all, like, crooked.
1: L-E.
0: Like, why is it on a thing?
1: Or what you do is you buy a bunch of Lee stick-ons or Leah stick-ons and you cut them in half Never. and you... As part I, of the
0: thrill is just like checking. I know. Maybe one day it'll be there. Maybe one day. It'll and be I will there. buy it. Right. Robin, yes, I'll send you the evidence of our happy walk. You can't take the video with the leash in the left hand and remote control on the right. We'll have a friend record us. Used to be impossible to walk. Great. Awesome.
1: Congratulations, next.
0: Julia's gallery, you need to meet Petey. I am on it. PS, thank you. You're welcome. Next. Tarpy. My dog can spend all day with our other dogs, but with play, balls, etc., she attacks our smaller dog. She's also aggressive with other dogs. She doesn't know any so, tips. Prong collar training good so far. Okay,
1: so this is not going to be a prong collar training. It's going to be a remote collar training. You have to apply a punisher at the right moment. I'm a little bit. I'm not going to tell you how to do it. It's not because I'm trying to hold anything back. There's way too many variables for shit to go down wrong. So you'll end up with a dead dog or an injured dog, and I don't want and I don't want you to do it. Now, I would need. We would have to do a Skype. That doesn't mean you have to pay to play with me. Skypes do cost money, but that's not why I'm doing this. But I'm sure you can understand how unethical it would be for me to give you advice on how to stop your dog from being aggressive to unknown dogs. Other than right now, keep your dog away from unknown dogs. Your dog doesn't need, it sounds like you got your own pack. Your dog doesn't need to be with unknown dogs right now. As far as your dogs, what you're going to have to do is just be smart and be safe. That's the best advice I can give you right now. Next.
0: Oh, LG asked a question about the female and being in heat.
1: Oh, that was massively snarky. That
0: was snarky. That
1: was extremely snarky. That, in fact, was so fucking snarky we're going to make a clip out of it. That was not a dumb question at all. At all. So it's your first time on the show. So you're and to, it's
0: her first dog in heat. So
1: we're, you're just getting used to me. You're <laughs> just getting used to me. Next.
0: Zombie, it's frustrating to learn that misinformation made me rehome a dog three years ago after months of purely positive, force-free methods who your techniques could have trained because I truly believe that I wasn't good enough. Yep. Your content is now not only saving my life with my current dogs, but also the dogs of friends who are struggling and feeling hopeless just like I did three years back. Love you guys.
1: So who's that? Zombie. Okay, so zombie. Number one, you're 100% absolutely correct. Number two, you did the best you could with the information that you had, okay? So, could you, would you, should you? You know what, I I wish I could reparent my my oldest kids all over again with the information that I had now. I wish I had the money management skills now from when I owned a three and a half million dollar company. I wish I had the communications I have now with my current staff that I've had with past staff. I wish that I knew a lot of things now at 53 that I knew that I did not know even when I was 52 let alone 22. Right? So, you know, there's a lot there's a, we can be we got to be really careful about that. But the reason why I yell, I scream, I come across as blunt, dickish and asshole in your face Intense is because literally somebody fucked you up for those four months. That is why. And it didn't have to happen. But that's not on you. But that's my passion right there. Okay? Next. Next.
0: (laughs) <laughs> like, shit's getting deep tonight. Is it? Yeah, get your popcorn out. Mm-hmm.
1: What? <laughs> what are you talking about?
0: You're giving us a good advice tonight. I like it.
1: Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Joelle. <laughs> wow. First time. Got a compliment from Joelle. Note it. Hold on. Wait.
0: What Time.
1: What, what is today?
0: Don't get used
1: to it. Not, uh, trust me, I'm not going to. October 16th, 2020. Day (laughs) in history.
0: LG, my male dog is going for his grand championship and whining because of the female. (laughs) They're separated, of course. (laughs) At one point, everyone was whining, and I was like, I'm moving without the dogs. (laughs) I understand. I have empathy. Hey,
1: man. Or you have a hell of a fucking litter next.
0: Yeah. Um... Ecky Madness. Hi, J&J. When it comes to correcting for pressure against other dogs' cats, would I correct on high with the e-collar the moment his body language changes or correct high when he growls and lunges?
1: Body language change. Next.
0: It's only hazard. I have a year-old blue heeler. She jumps over the fence. How do I fix this?
1: <sighs> Jesus Christ. Damn. So that's dangerous because you are end up with a dead dog. You know that. So number one, this is what you're going to do. Put the dog on a long line. Ready? dog on a long line, dog on a prong collar. What I want you to do is st- stand, stand far enough away from the fence that when that dog races to the fence and jumps up, it can't, with you holding on to it, it can't clear the fence. Okay? So, by the time it gets to the end of that long line, it it gets corrected on the prong collar. Okay? Then I also want you to have a remote collar too. We're doing a double whammy. You got it? This dog is going to go flying backwards on the prong and it's going to be corrected hard on the shock collar. Yep. That's how we're going to do it. We're going to make it suck. You trying to jump over that fence sucks. So a lot of folks will be like, geez, Jeff, that sounds so harsh. Well, okay. So then pick your dead dog off the road. Your choice. Or pick your dog that's not dead off the road that's dying in your arms. Or keep your half-dead dog off the road, take it to the emergency room, and then go, three mortgage payments or your life. Three mortgage payments or your life. Fuck. What do I do? Or my suggestion, make it suck to go over the fence next
0: Mm -hmm. john hey Jeff, my dog isn't reactive in public he doesn't care for people when people come over he shuts down and barks at new people coming over and shakes in fear what am i doing wrong
1: i don't know if you're doing anything wrong so he doesn't bark at people in public so when when you're at the house people come over he gets really nervous Mm -hmm. so he barks stop the barking tell the dog to go to place lie down and be quiet and mind his business next
0: Anthony, hey guys, just listening in as I work. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much. Maddie, my dog has started whining and downstays. This is a habit she had when I first got her, but broke it naturally months ago. Tips on training it out for good?
1: Yeah, remote cower. So your dog is anxious. Your dog is struggling with some anxiety right now for some reason. We don't know what it is. We might never know. So remote cower is going to be able to break that cycle
0: next. Cheyenne and Zeke. Oh, no, Zeke's getting gray, more white fur showing up throughout his body. He's six, but sure as hell doesn't act old.
1: Yeah. Don't don't <laughs> go by physical. He's
0: getting grays Don't too. go by
1: physical appearance. Don't. I got grays. Yeah. I got grays. My hair.
0: Yep. The salt and pepper. No, you got something going on back Oh, here. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. My whole head. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. I know. I'm aware.
0: Julia's Gallery.
1: Thank you for reminding me.
0: <laughs> I have a great hairstylist if you need to go to her. She'll fix you up. Julia's Gallery. Oh, Quickie. Um, I take care of my dad on the weekends. His neighbor had an underground fence put in for two Dobies. I'm afraid to walk Petey the staffy because of one zap and he's prey. Huh? That's what it says. I don't know what that means. I don't know
1: what that means either. Also, with your fence jumper, you can actually run underground fence on the inside of your fence four feet off your hard fence. You can do that too as well. Next.
0: CB and LH videos. So I have two male pits, four and five years old, three male Roddy brothers, six months old, one and a half year female, blue healer. All is good. But any suggestions for the coming months? Thanks.
1: What's happening? I don't know. All is good. All is good. Massive amounts of structure. Keep it up.
0: Yeah. Three male Roddy brothers, six months old.
1: Oh, are you serious? You have three dogs from the same litter, all male. Two
0: male pits, five years old. Three Roddy brothers, six months old, and a a one-and-a-half-year-old female blue heeler.
1: Okay. So, reality check. Do you really want to hold on to all three of those Roddies? Reality check. That's a lot of dog. So, your household should be run like a boarding train. Massive amounts of structure. Double down on your training. Be demanding. Got it? Everybody's kenneled up at night. Everybody eats in their kennel. Everybody gets basic obedience commands. I mean, you're running you're running a boarding training facility at your house, technically. Next.
0: Crystal, my dog is afraid of people. How to teach your dog to like people?
1: I can't make your dog like people, but I can get your dog to exist around people. How about if your dog doesn't like people? Do you like everybody? She's like, geez, Jeff. Actually, for starters, I don't like you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think what you're going to do, the number, our goal is this. If you came to us, our goal would be this. I'm going to get your dog to be around people and not give a shit. Because that might be what you really want. Or do you want a dog to go up to every single person to be friendly? I don't know if your dog's capable of it. And do you really want that? You know, so some people are like in the boarding training application, they'll be like level of expectation. I want my dog to be friendly with strangers. I'm like, I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Like, I don't want strangers coming up and petting my dog. I don't know what they're going to do. And I don't think we should allow just anybody to come up to our dogs. So getting your dog to be around people, existence is number one. So that's what we would work for is existence. So how do you do that? Teach your dog a proper heel. Get your dog around a lot of people. Don't let your dog, um, uh, uh, you know, go towards them. Don't let people come towards your dog. Keep your dog in command and start just existing in a world of chaos. Next.
0: Okay, Tice, my dogs have ruined the door trim jumping to let me know they need to go out. Mm -hmm. What should I do to train to save money on replacing woodwork? Thanks. Even if I hang bells, they'll scratch the wood door.
1: Yeah, I know. Correct them for doing it. So you can use a bonker. Number one, they jump up on the doors, no, whiz, two, three, four bonkers at them. Boom, 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 boom. You know those sparklet bottles, those five-gallon jugs that they use for the water, take an empty one of those, throw that out the door while they're jumping up. Remote collar, remote collar stim. Bottom line is if you want to make jumping, you have to make it suck. If you want to stop jumping, I mean, you have to make it suck. It seems harsh, but it's like, no, it's not. stops behavior. Next.
0: H Grace, thank you for all the free content. My dog reactive dog has come so far with your advice. I'm psyched to be catching this live for the first time ever. Hope you guys are having a good night.
1: Yeah, things are really good. Thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. Thanks
1: for being here. Really, really enjoy it. And we're on every Monday, Wednesday, and and we get, every show. There's like always people that are like, I'm catching it finally. I've been listening to replays for three years. I finally catch one live. Isn't that weird? It's like did your schedule just all of a sudden change? Yeah,
0: busy schedule. Yeah,
1: this is really great. This is great. And if you missed if you missed the live podcast, don't forget we're on SoundCloud. So we're on YouTube. So this show is live on YouTube. It disappears in 24 hours cuz then Melissa does some post editing and she doesn't take anything out. She just um she actually adds content to it. She adds the intro to it, the intro song, the outro song, she adds some links to it and then reposts it up in about 48 hours. So then show number 606 will probably be up on Friday for instance today's wednesday um uh and then we're also on spotify soundcloud iheart radio the google platform of um voices and i think some couple of different apple products as well next
0: <clears throat> melinda only time pup fights the prongs when trying to avoid walking past dogs within 15 feet on leash what is the best way to desensitize him to other dogs if i don't know people with balanced dogs
1: um that's the hard part do existence so you got to advocate for your dog so what you're going to do is have your dog around other dogs by around that doesn't mean like interacting here's a great example today i did a one-on-one the same one-on-one where i was making out my hands and knees so i put that dog into a down and then i had ben come out with what was that dog that you wanted to work with isn't that his dog no no, daycare it's a Maggie. Daycare Maggie. I had Maggie him bring out a daycare dog named Maggie and I put Maggie in a down stay. So he put Maggie in a down stay, the client put his dog in a down stay. They were about a meter away from each other. That's socialization. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily have to interact. They're in the same room, existing with each other. They both were aware of it. They both were aware of it and they just chilled out. That's that socialization. That 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 will help next
0: um grace dogs nervous in the car gets in and out fine downs but can't settle quiet but doesn't take food if offered should i just not worry we travel and ride a lot thanks
1: yes forget the food fuck the food guys we're food trainers we use food like if you look at every photo every one of my staff excuse me has a treat pouch on which is the dog's daily food they all have clickers on them So as much as I'm talking about punishment here, we actually clicker train every dog on the property. They're all clicker trained. But we're talking about stopping unwanted behaviors. When a dog is nervous and fearful, it won't take food. Our dogs won't, your dogs won't, your neighbor's dog won't. When a dog is nervous and fearful, it doesn't eat. So food doesn't work. Food fails. Food fails in positive reinforcement training, Food fails, food doesn't exist in correcting. I don't want to behavior historically unless you're counter conditioning. But food is not the answer. What's the answer is going to be compulsion, which means force. So in the car, down. We're driving. If you get up a little bit, no, down, boom. That's how you do it. That's how we do it. And it works. Next
0: um kyle thanks guys it's like i was expecting this to happen in a way but the amount of time and work i put into his training just feels like a bit of a setback
1: kyle do me a favor buddy take a break Mm
0: -hmm.
1: take a break don't take three months off take a break do me a favor today's wednesday This weekend, the show, we're not sure if we're doing it Friday night or Saturday night because we're on the road in the RV. We don't know when we're going to have Wi-Fi. Monday show. Between now and Monday, all you're doing is playing with your dog. Got it? Kettle them up. Take a break from obedience. Just have some fun. Next.
0: More good advice. You're on fire. LG. My dog is 14 months. This is her first heat. Catahoula plot. Really?
1: It's 14 months?
0: I know she's still changing behaviorally. Any advice in working through the changes in periodic backslides? At times, it's discouraging.
1: Dog's in heat. No yeah. rhyme or reason, man.
0: It's discouraging every month.
1: Yep. You can't rationalize with a chick that's menstruating.
0: You really can't. Like, there's none. Beams. Zero.
1: Clear out of the house. I got six daughters. I'm out of here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So let
0: her let her just like do her thing. Let her
1: do her thing. Just just
0: keep her safe. That's right. Don't let male dogs approach her. Hide all
1: the kitchen knives. Yeah. <laughs> so hide all the kitchen knives and be careful what you say. Next
0: mm-hmm. age run. I don't know. Age run dar. Brother, sister, two-year-old Karens rescued three months ago. Suddenly, the female won't let the male eat, snarls, growls, barks at her brother. He can easily kick her ass, but he submits. Suggestions?
1: Yeah, you should be feeding them in separate crates. Next.
0: Patty, my dog is dominant and reactive to everything. Ozzy and barks constantly. Ten months old.
1: So barking is easy, guys. Barking is easy to stop. Number one, throw a bark collar on your dog. It stops. Number two, fuck the bark collar. No, bonk the dog. It stops. Fuck the bonker. Number three, get yourself a shock collar. Proper shock collar. No, hit the stop barking button. Three options for you right there. All punitive. All barking is stopped through the proper application of a punisher. Don't teach quiet, click, and reward. That's how you're going to teach more barking. Next.
0: Julia's Gallery. Awesome on the mug club. I'm in. Cool. Kara. We'll we'll
1: announce it. It'll be on the website and the show. Mm.
0: My dog won't heal properly on walks when one of the other dogs in the house is being walked by someone else or myself. She whines and is frantic. I've tried E-collar correction. Ignores the prong.
1: So, that's going to be a skill set. It's going to be a timing issue. And
0: Hold on, there's more. Oh. I've tried low levels and high levels. Hard and gentle leash pops. E-collar heal is just her going right back to trying to get back in front of me. I've tried basically teaching heel square 1, 180s as well.
1: Okay. Are your 180s look like my 180s in the video? Are they as firm as my 180s? And are you doing spatial pressure exercises which we haven't made a video on yet, but but we, we will. We do
0: need to do that. We, we will. really need to do that. I know, okay.
1: I know. Add it to the list next. Um
0: Dino donated one ninety nine with my personal dog, not business. Haha.
1: Thanks. Yeah, we don't get the we don't get alerts on the one ninety nines. Yeah. It's Yeah. Um, you know what? YouTube, YouTube we appreciate the 199s as much as the 499s can you give us an alert on those too? so anything lower than 499 we don't get an alert on it shows up on Joelle's screen highlighted but it shows up in the feed when somebody does a 499 and up top chat she gets a little bubble like this little bubble at the top
0: that actually bumps it to the top that
1: bumps to the top but but YouTube we appreciate a dollar99 just as much as 499 yeah come on Cut the shit, YouTube.
0: Cut the shit.
1: Next. You're going to de-platform me anyway, so cut the shit.
0: <laughs> Francis, greetings, J&J. Just had Rose spayed, vet advised. Keep her calm, on leash, two to three days. Rose started winding in place today. I thought, what would Jeff do? We practiced commands, helped. We both miss our walk.
1: Yeah, that's the thing with spay and neuter. You got to keep, or surgery. You got to keep them calm. That's why we spend too much so much time on duration. I just started running, girl. So, girl is one of my high drive shepherds, zero to 100. She knows two speeds, lie down and do nothing or go 100 miles per hour.
0: Literally, she's crazy. So,
1: she had her second cruciate surgery, different legs. That's usually how it works. Same with ACLs. It's been almost six months. Already? Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. I feel like it just happened. No.
1: So, maybe it's been five. I just started running her. And even then, I'm still not running her full bore. Yeah, I'm still not running her like I normally run her. I'm waiting to like I'm taking her rehab really slow, really slow. But I wouldn't I wouldn't let her outside even to go to the bathroom unless she was on a leash, because she'd try to like play. She didn't do. She give was a trying shit. to
0: jump her freaking gate. Yeah, she know, had two. Th-
1: she had two days of like. This sucks.
0: I think it's because was on pain meds. So and then after looping.
1: that, and then after that, it was like I'm ready to rip up the world. And meanwhile, it's like, there you go, surgery next.
0: Um, Sasha, I was told by a neighbor I can't walk on a public sidewalk. My dog ignores. Then is my dog ignores? Then it is rude for a neighbor telling me not to walk on a public sidewalk with my dog. Their dogs lunge at me.
1: I love people that what? that don't take responsibility for their own actions. Their neighbors—he's walking on the sidewalk in front of his neighbor's house.
0: Oh, they're saying you can't walk.
1: His there. dog, the neighbor's dogs on the neighbor's property, is lunging at his dogs. So because the neighbor can't control his dogs, it's the it's uh, it's this questioner's fault. Of course, it's called victim mentality. Mm-hmm. So your neighbor. Has victim mentality, refuses to take 100% responsibility, and also is entitled. Next.
0: Um, Kara, I've tried low levels and high levels. i already read that. Britt, my dog was struggling and a guy was like, someone don't look happy. I had to tell him to leave three times. I got pissed off because if I had not said anything, that wouldn't have happened. Judgment on the happy. Judgment. On the happy side yesterday, my German Shepherd walked past five charging dogs in the back, and each time it was a different house. I felt badass bragging. Nice. 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 Kara, I had my first client the other day. The dog was very aggressive toward me, so I coached him for a distance. how to use the prong. He's happy his back won't hurt anymore when walking his dog. Thanks, guys.
1: Good. Do me a favor, Kara, not to burst your bubble. If this is your first client and it was an aggressive dog, please be super careful working with aggression please be super careful first of all obviously you're smart you did it from a distance but even then there's a level of safety so when i first got into dog training i got bit a lot because i worked with dogs above my pay grade i had owners whose dogs were on leashes the dog lunged they they, the dog got away from the owner and they bit me so also i did stupid stuff you know what I mean? I put too much pressure on dogs. I didn't understand pressure on dogs. Now I put a lot of pressure on dogs, but I can read dogs better. So now we work with more dangerous, do- I mean in my seminars, I mean think about this in my seminars, the dogs we have at the seminars.
0: yeah. And
1: I'm not getting bit at all. Mm-hmm. Next.
0: Um, LG, Jeff, you're smart enough to know to be nice and help others. That's plenty smart in my book. Now some advice for you. Don't ever discount your intelligence. Smart comes in many shades. You're smart. I know. You are smart. Thank you know you. a lot of stuff. He'll tell you the history of Providence okay. like no go. one else. Here we
1: go again. He you knows
0: like the flood like where there was a flood. He'll be like this square of brick is where it flooded Do you know talking- in seventeen seventy six. Sixteen thirty
1: eight. So you know you, <laughs> you know you know that you you know that you tell the same fucking story every single time.
0: It's so true though. But it gets
1: it like no, it's not true.
0: It is. You just corrected me. 1638, Providence.
1: And I might be be wrong there. I just made that number up. You
0: know a lot of stuff, though. You don't give yourself enough credit. Next. Jeff is smart. Next. Austin. Don't ask him about grammar, though. My 70-pound Amstaff mix rescue one-and-a-half-year-old vomits every time he has a new or exciting event. He has one or two days delay, but happens every time. Any tips?
1: He vomits every time he has an exciting event? Yeah. That's a crappy fucking life
0: mm.
1: I would go to that I'd go to the vet for that one next.
0: Laura, as I said before, I have three female GSD two fought Daisy and Onyx I separated them. Annie and Onyx never fought. they need to get back together for my sanity
1: Yeah it's hard it's hard there's, there's a skill set getting fighting dogs back together again. I, I don't feel comfortable explaining it to people online. I mean I'm not trying to withhold any information. I just need to talk I literally need to Skype with you because I need to see you I need to read you. I need to know how you're responding to my, to my advice. I need to know if you're gonna follow through, through feel. I read people very well. Um I read people well just through written word, but through video, I read them extremely well. In person, I read them extremely well. Next.
0: Mm, Laura. Obviously,
1: my first two wives, 12 wives, I didn't. <laughs> Next.
0: Austin, greetings from Westerly.
1: Hey Westerly, what's up?
0: Kara, how do you come up with a company
1: name? I, I think of it. Kara's dog training. You write down a bunch of stuff, and then what you do is you see what's available as far as you, as far as websites. So don't come up with a company name and then look on a website if someone else has it. Change your name. Trust me. Next.
0: Doc, hey guys. Ethan from Pensacola, Florida. Bought the prong collar two days ago. It has completely changed my dog. No more pulling from my two-year-old GSD. Thank you so much.
1: You're welcome. Look at that.
0: Becky Lou. Hi, Jeff and Joelle.
1: Hey, Becky Lou.
0: Kara, I forgot to mention about my whiny dog. I walk her with other dogs. I walk daily. She's calm and heals well. Um, You need a confetti popper for when Joelle compliments you.
1: I need A. I believe that's the singular version of confetti popper. Just one. But just one. <laughs> one per year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's it. So I don't gotta buy a gross of them.
0: I've complimented you a lot tonight. A lot, actually. Like a lot, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but only one confetti popper is worth.
1: So we actually went to the, no more! So we went to the end of the night. Just so you don't run out of confetti poppers? Exactly. Next.
0: Kara, tips for e-collar healing. What if a dog resists leash guidance?
1: One more time.
0: If the dog resists, so if she's trying to guide the dog back, it's going forward because of opposition reflex. Right. You do spatial pressure.
1: You do spatial pressure. Are you using a prong collar? Are you using a prong collar? So are you, are you doing leash pressure back, remote collar down? Leash pressure back, remote cower down. Leash pressure back, remote cower down. Mm-hmm. Since so the remote cower is not directional, or are you doing remote cower and then using spatial pressure? Remote cower and then doing spatial pressure and using leash guidance at the same time.
0: There's so many, like we got to make a video.
1: We're also going to do a reactive dog class, you and I, next
0: time. Um, oh shit,
1: it's nine thirty-one. One more question. Is,
0: okay. Maddie, there are a lot of questions tonight, so I don't know if you'll get to this follow-up, but for correcting whining...
1: Yours is the last question. The last
0: one, look at that. For correcting whining and downstage, should I be using working level or higher?
1: Okay, yes. What I mean by that is when someone asks me to correct whining, do I use the momentary button, the continuous button, high level or or low level? My response is yes. And I'm not trying to be snarky. What I mean is you don't know. Experiment. Like, figure it out on the dial. You get... I don't know what the recipe is going to be. Okay. Anyway, guys, we're going to end the show. It's nine thirty. We'll be doing a show possibly Friday night. I don't know. You don't know what because we're not leaving till I'm going to the gym Friday morning.
0: Me too.
1: So we're not going to leave. Damn
0: right. I got to
1: empty out the, the sewage tanks on the RV, so I got to wait till at least eight thirty. So we're not going to be on the road till nine thirty or ten.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. So good
0: because I got shit to do.
1: So what I'll do is is we'll, we're either doing a show. Friday night or Saturday night. And I'm not even sure what time we're doing the show, but you'll know by your YouTube alerts. Join our channel. So guys, we if you like the show give us a thumbs up and nobody's given us a thumbs down yet. I need at least one Somebody token will. some a token thumbs down. Somebody wants to hated the show tonight. Um so anyway, thank you guys for joining Jeff Gelman Seminars. Go there for our upcoming seminar series and madly in love with you and I care. Always remember to be nice. And um, thank you all for being here. Take care. Bye-bye.